I keep forgetting most of these things that I'm doing on here in this broadcast system. It's like, what button do I press next? <laughs> Good evening, guys. How are you? Evening. Yeah, of the Wealth Creation Show, we've got a guest on today, Richard. Richard Cook, Lens Director for Five Properties. How are you, Richard? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Okay, so let's kick off, guys. Um, let's. Um, I mean, we're going to talk about tenants as well, finding tenants, finding the ideal tenants, and all the rest of it. So, what's been happening in the news so far? Has anybody actually got round to reading this uh, fair deal for tenants? Any takers? No, I've not. I've not had a proper ratio yet, but um, obviously there's talk about. So, I've, I've just been picking bits here and there, Jim. I haven't had a proper chance to look right through the whole document. It's a bit like War and Peace, isn't it? <laughs> there is a lot to it. Um... <laughs> now, I have a wee question from uh, Eric. So Eric actually messaged me direct, and he actually says, yeah. I've got seven properties just in the process of getting another two. Looking at a further two this year, can you recommend a good software package I could use to manage my business? So I went on to say, do you self-manage or use a letting agent? He self-manages just now. Um, I am retired but when I get over 10, I will look into getting a, man, a managing agent. Um, okay. So, I was just going to say, Eric, do it, do it now. Yeah. I, and and that's that's what I thought. I said, best start. I said, actually, best start starting to get it managed now so you can break an agent into your way of thinking first. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like saying, I tell you what, I'll get an agent when I get 100 properties. But yeah, by the time you get 100 properties, you're, you're messing about here because. They're not really, you know, they're not really sure what they're doing and they don't understand your processes, so they'll not do it how you do it. I mean, I've been here before. I'm going to yeah. be absolutely honest. The question that you have to think to yourself is, do you want to work in your business or do you want your business to work for you? And if you're self-managing, you're working in the business. You're replacing your, your job with another job. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with what James is saying. And I think that um, if you're already at the level of seven properties, Eric, and you're looking to, to purchase a few more, now is probably the best time then, if you are at that stage of retirement and don't know what to waste all your time, speak to an agent. I mean, like, um, our shelves have just uh, updated our yeah. software. We used to use um, CFP Women. We've just updated all that. Um, costs a lot of money. <laughs> um, but obviously, we've done that because, obviously, it facilities. Uh, the volume of properties that we manage and it's been really good uh, yeah. that's the other thing to think about Eric is that you're going to have an expense uh, implementing a whole software just for to manage your own properties on your own when you could really you could utilize an agent's software like your own uh, that we've just had upgraded um, and it's, it's a brilliant system compared to the the previous one I'm coming from an IT background the transition into new software is never <laughs> yeah. easy we just <laughs> had the migration uh, with a uh, new system last year um, and it was a challenge, but we got there, and it, but it was worth it in the end um, yeah. to have the new system. It's, it's, it's much more streamlined. It's, it's more efficient. Um, and that's another thing, another another a lot of time that Eric's going to have to use to, to adapt himself to a new system and things. And I don't know. I mean, um, I would advise speaking to an agent or a managing agent now, um, yeah. especially when you're at that level. Certainly, yeah. I prefer to once a month and then deal with all the paperwork once a month, and that's me. But uh, obviously, if you're managing yourself, you're always shuffling paperwork. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even electronic paperwork. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I manage stuff for you, James, and you know that you just get your statement emailed to you a few days before payment. You've got it there, um, and that's all you need. 
simple. That's it. That's it. From my point of view, from my point of view, when I when I do that, I'll show you what I do actually. I've, I've brought it up because um, I thought I've hidden addresses and stuff like that, but it's easy yeah. for me. I mean, I get my statements through from you guys anyway, but it's it's easy for me just to then do that. So I've got the addresses at the beginning of the year. I've hidden them obviously, and then I've mm -hmm. got the you know what it is in terms of number of beds, if it's cash or housing benefit or universal credit, how much the rent is, how much is getting paid, when it's getting paid, the monthly balance that's left over because sometimes it's a wee bit less than what it is and it swings and roundabouts. Yep. When it's next due, okay, and then then when the actual ish date is, that's the date of the lease, and then yep. it tells me the days outstanding. So it's just a wee tracker, a wee ready reckoner on a spreadsheet yeah. for me, to be honest. I mean, I've got one there at four thousand six hundred. That's because it's that's because it's vacant now. Yeah. Um, that that's when it's in on, on an insurance claim now. I was going to say, I know, I know what one that is. Uh, and, and that's 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 effectively all I'm doing um, in terms of just for my own benefit. I, I think it's just my own benefit. I do that for. Um, it's just a ready reckoner for me. So you know, um, what, what that's that's how I operate it, just on a spreadsheet. What I would say is don't underestimate the power Excel as well because you can automate a lot of tasks as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so that's probably my advice to Eric is um, get something out. But if you were going to get some sort of thing, you know, if you're wanting to automate your accounts, I would probably just get a, you know, a basic Sage package or, or yeah, Zero or whatever it's called now. Some um, of these bank accounts actually offer Sage and Zero and all the other iterations of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, to, do it, to do it on your own, that's the kind of model you'd probably use. Let's come yeah. back to that in a minute, guys. And um, let's say a, a couple of hellos to people. Hi, George. How are you? Uh, and 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 as well. Um, how are you as well? Uh, good evening. Um, listen, guys. Uh, remember, it's all about interaction. I'm going to make it easy for you this week. Just put a five in the comments, <laughs> rather than look for smiley faces. So if you're there and you want to say hello, put a five in the comments. That'd be absolutely fantastic. We'll know you here. Um, fantastic, coming through. Uh, fantastic, yeah. Oh, funny enough, there's a guy. Tell you what, there's a guy called James Watson here. <laughs> is there another guy called James Watson here? Of course, that's there is about, is there, is there an alter ego or something we should know about? No, no, it's the same guy. Hi, Deborah, how are you? Um, listen, uh, Facebook user, uh, Facebook user, um, if you get a chance, uh, I am actually going to, uh, there's in the top of your post above here on the Facebook, there's, there's a link to StreamYard. Now, I actually deliberately picked that link out, and uh, and I'm going to put that in the comments. If you just click on that and give StreamYard permission to show your profile, um, we're able to tailor things to you. So let me put that in the comments. Um, hopefully, that's coming through to you. If it, if it says StreamYard.com slash Facebook. Just click on that if you if, to give StreamYard permission to show us who you are. Um, or 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 what happens is you just come through as Facebook user. But hey, I tell you what, never mind five when you can put ten. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, Alan. How are you as well? Um, okay, guys, and Thanks. hi, Ewan. How are you? Nice to see you tonight. Um, you if you've got any questions as well, guys, please feel free to ask them. This is your golden opportunity to say something and and get input, get feedback about what you're thinking. Um, if you've got something to share, some good news, we'd love to hear it. You know, again, at the end of the day, it's all about good news. It's all about sharing that good news. It's all about sharing tips and techniques as well. Um, this is this is li literally just like a virtual meeting. You guys are there. We're there. But instead of all these huge costs and having to get to hotels and stuff like that, we could do it all like this. Um, so On literally... Sorry. Was yeah. Can we just pick up Alan? Alan's uh, secured his first purchase. <laughs> 
Oh, well done, Alan. That's oh, that's great. We speak. I spoke to Alan last week. Uh, right. we, had a, we had a chat, so it was nice to speak to you, Alan. So I'm sure we'll touch base again soon. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. For Eric, just going back to that in terms of um, accountancy software, it literally is um, your rents can go in to Sage. So your rents go in top line, your overheads go in, and I normally have repairs, I normally have categories. So if I have repairs and renewals, I have interest-only uh, mortgages, I have um, council tax, I have utilities, gas and electric. I also have, what else have I got in there? Um, mm -mm, bank charges. Because you're going to have that as well. Traveling expenses, because it is a deduction. You can get a deduction against it, um, and a, a few other items as well in there. Maybe professional fees and what I need to do something, um, and and that's about it. So by the time you get to the end of the year, if you're self-managing, then then it's an easy case that you can actually just you can actually just hit a button and it tells you all the numbers, and you can put that in your tax return. Now, if you put your tax return in before the end of September, I think it's not changed yet. If you put it in before the end of September to the taxman, he will calculate what tax you're due. If you miss the end of September and you roll it on to the, the end of January, before the end of January, then you have to calculate your tax return yourself. Um, so there's two options here. So after the end of April, end of March, which is a, technically it's the 5th of April, isn't it? The end of the tax year, but 31st of March for most other people. Um, the um the actually um you've got until the 30th of september for the taxman to calculate their your return or you've got your you calculate your return before the end of january the following year um if that's right is that right guys is that, yeah. You can, that right? You yeah can, you can move your reporting date as well jim yeah it isn't set in stone yeah you can, as, you can as well absolutely yeah. um you've got an opportunity to actually move the reporting date haven't you um so um yep Alan, uh, you Pete, thanks guys. I appreciate the help. <laughs> Anytime, Alan. Um, we're wanting you to be extremely successful at this. We're wanting you to grow bigger and get better and increase your wealth. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. That's, that's why we're here. here. Success stories is everything to us. Um, and, and that's why we'll help as much as possible to make that happen. Um, invoice in the post, uh, the invoices in the post. <laughs> yeah, now, now, news. I've been, I've been, I tell you what, guys, I've been getting bombarded, bombarded with emails recently. And, uh, and James, you know who these people are, who these people are, but to be honest, I don't really want to say who they are, but I'm more, I'm more want to talk about, talk about the, you know, what, what it is I'm actually getting now and how to, how to look out for that. So, I've said to most people out there is um, because you're getting, I'm getting bombarded. At some might I've had, I've had ten email, I've had ten, seven emails since the tenth of February. I don't even know how I got on their list for some reason, but I've had ten emails since the seventh of February. Uh, since no, sorry, seven emails since the tenth of February. Literally in four days, seven emails I've had, and then I've also had a text as well. Now, I, you know, we send it once a week and folk go. Why are you sending me emails? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then they're sending out like seven, and then a, a text as well. And even, I even got a phone call from the day as well. Yeah, uh, and and you're absolutely right. Um, that's probably what it is. Um, so they're captioning your details, aren't they? We're downloadable. Um, so what, what's happened is you've probably seen something that says, "Oh, this is how to make six figures in six months or whatever." You maybe click to download a brochure or something, but by doing that you've gave them permission to pull all your your email address your phone number everything yeah basically. so just watch out for that on facebook yeah 
And I think I did that because I was curious as to see what this Because I'm always curious about you know what other people are doing. Um, it's not really it's not really anything other than you know they put something on. I think okay, let's have a look at it. Let's let's call you out and let's have a look. It's 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 good for me to understand what other people are doing and and see that. So I'm going to share it with you guys. Um, I'm going to show you what I did in the beginning because I just like to look behind what people are doing. Um, so and it's all public information. So this is what you could be doing as well. I've maybe shown it before, but remember, repetition is the mother of all skill. Um, I, literally, we could show you a spreadsheet example every single week of no money down, of a fantastic return, and it could be day in, day out, every, and, and you'll still not learn enough, or you'll still learn something new every single day and how that's done. But repetition is a mother of all skill to make that happen. So quickly... I'm going to share this with you so you understand where it is. Um, so, uh, have we got it here? Um, I'm trying to think, is it this one? No, it's not that one. It's not that one. I'm not sure. Is it this one? Are we up here, guys? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the one. Yeah. So, obviously, Gordon, Gordon's getting a, a nice advertisement for Diamond Property Investments. But <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's actually yeah, that's your bonus, Gordy. So <laughs> Gordy's in there. So the first thing I do straight away, just for my for my benefit, I see right down at the very bottom there. Can everybody see that? Diamond Estates Property Limit. Yeah. So yeah. I just copy and that one. And then what I'll do, um, I'll just click off of that just now and stop sharing. I will then jump on to... Um, if you bear with me, and I'll open a screen here. I will then jump into here. Now, I'll just share the screen before I hit the button. Um, just as well, I know my way around here. And let you see this. So I'm on Google Chrome. Everybody see that? Yeah. yeah. If you can see that, guys, uh, give me a wee five in the comments just so I, I know you're with me and I know you can see it. Um, I'm hitting that button straight away. Here it goes, Diamond Estates Property Limited. Um, it gives me the find and update company information service.gov.uk. I can click on that straight away, and then it, it goes to the actual limited company. Mm -hmm. So it tells me the filing history. It tells me things like when they were first incorporated. So they've been incorporated here, and you can see me. See that circling? Yep. So they've been incorporated yep. February. Um, oh, okay. Um, coming up for about six years now. Um, at the previous accounts in, Lettons operated on lease, different, obviously, names. That's probably on corporation just changed over. Yeah. I'll pop into the file history. First thing I do here is the, their accounts. I go straight for their accounts. See that? Total exemption, full accounts up to the February the 28th, 2021. Just hit the PDF, roll it down, and it gives me their financial statements. So I just pop that down. Everybody see that? Yeah. And then I have a wee look. Yep, it, it, there he is there, Gordy. His name's there. I'm talking like I know him, but I don't actually know him. <laughs> <laughs> I, they, I know, they, about, I know uh, about the companies and companies. Okay, so there I see straight away, there's actually no tangible assets in here. And and assets, tangible assets, are actually the, the, the investment properties. So there's nothing yep. in there. Uh, there's cash in the bank of 322,000, um, but there's creditors as well of uh, 168,000. Net assets of one hundred and ninety-one thousand, um, and and 
uh, other creditors due beyond one year of 44,000. So yes, their, their earnings has gone up 130,000 in a year. That's fantastic. But I'm still scratching my head as to say, where is their actual, you know, where is their um, limited company accounts? Um, it says their actual tangible assets. So you can click on that person here. So go to people next and you can click on Gordon, for example. And he said, see the 10 other appointments? <laughs> yep. So you yep. can do the same with these companies. You can click on his consultant company. There's Diamond Estates Property we've just been into. There's Oxy Investors Club Limited or Onox, whatever Onyx. it's called. Uh, Gap Property Limited. So you can click Gap's on investment company. Yep. I, we'll look at that in a minute. Onyx. And see the other ones there. Now, they're active. See all these are active. Yep. But you can see these other ones are dissolved. So when it, when it says dissolved, it's out of business. It's, it's They've got rid of it. They've just dissolved it. So there's um, the capital limited one. There's another dissolved one, another dissolved one, another dissolved one. Okay, so they're all dissolved. So you're saying to me, James, which one? So Gap is an investment company. So yep. it's uh, Gordy, Abbey, okay. and Paul. So this has we been incorporated have... for seven years. Um, File and history in here. Uh, total exemption, full accounts, and let's as if by magic. Uh, this is where I say pin your colours to the mast and put your money where your mouth is. And um, yep. look behind this before you do anything. So there you go. He's he's they've got four hundred thousand intangible assets, which effectively could just be four houses, to be honest. Um. So no, no, a huge amount. Um. Yep. And they've probably bought a lot, they've maybe bought a few since, you know, in this coming year. Because remember, that's only up to January 2021. So you've yeah. got another year's worth of accounts to go in. Debtors, 154,000. Cash at bank, 73,000. Creditors, so a lot of this is borrowed. Uh, net liabilities. Um, um, and then you've got total uh, current assets, less current liabilities, 283,000. Creditors amount fallen due, 305,000. But the actual net worth of the company is minus 22,000. Which tells me that this is all borrowed and no money down deals yeah. to a degree. Would I be right in saying that, James? Yeah, there is a there is a, an element of that. There's another thing you can also do on this site as well, though, Jim. You yeah. can also see which properties have a first charge. So I'll give you an idea. Yeah, that's as well. So there's the registration charges there. Yep. See that? So you can click on one of them and you see registration charges. And then you can find who's got the registration charges and what the property is they've got a registration charge over. So, uh, what do you? Looks at person's yeah. title. Yeah. Person's so you think title. that you think that's an investor? That's an investor. Yeah. Yeah. So an investor's obviously invested in them, done that. So they're basically they're basically using other people's money to leverage their position. Absolutely. Now, when you go back on to Company's House Beta. Yep. If you search for Touchstone Education, because that is their main business. Yeah, which is which is why is it no here then? Why is he not a director of it then? That's, because that's Gord, Gord is not a director. He works as an employee in that company. But if you scroll further down, you find Paul Smith. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Right, click on him. Mm -hmm. See how many companies he's involved in or has been involved in. Education. Do you think it's wealth education? Do you think it's that one? Yes, absolutely. Okay, let's go for that one. Let's go for convention statement. Let's go for 2020. Let's pop down to that and see where we are there. We've got very sharp accounting practices as well, Jim. So the, but then the, the balance sheet's only looking at minus £395. Yeah, I think they're, they're creative accountants, as uh, you could say. 
Yeah. Got so, they spend the money basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I okay. So so what we're saying? What what are we saying? You know, look behind somebody to see if they've got what they're actually saying they've got. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what we're diligence and we all, we all should do it. You know, you yeah. all need to. That's that's really that's really what we're doing, isn't it? We're actually showing people how to look behind the look behind open what what we call it in legal terms. I remember doing company law when I was doing my accountancy, and mm -hmm. it's called lifting the veil. So yep. um so that's what a court would do if any impropriety went on run with a company and they would actually lift the veil and the company directors would be personally liable if they did something wrong. So what we're doing is we're just looking into the company in order to establish. Because you get a lot of people going on about what they've got and how wealthy they are and how successful they are and everything they've got coming out of their ears. And then the next minute you look at their company and it's minus £395. <laughs> and it's kind of, and you're looking at their net assets and you're thinking, mm, you've not got that many. Because um, effectively, 400000 is probably, I mean, even at 50 grand each, what, eight properties? Eight properties, yeah. Yeah. Properties. That's no. That's no. I wouldn't be blown. I wouldn't be blown about that. <laughs> I've got very sharp I'm, I'm in the process of selling eight companies or buying eight companies to my limited company, and that's just a that's just a casual thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've got a couple of high performance cars and stuff, and what they do is they put it through a lease scheme through an LLP, yeah. and effectively they then lend money to the LLP to pay for the higher well the, the leasing. So. They're basically driving a free car. Uh, oh, is that the guys? Is that the guys running about in all these um, Lotus Elites <laughs> and everything like that? No, that, this boy drives a. It's one of these quad turbo, or twin turbo V8 yeah. Mercedes, and she's got one of these top of the range Land Rover hacks. Oh, okay, I see a lot of fives coming through. So thanks very much, guys, for interacting. Um, evening, gents. If you get a chance, uh, uh, Facebook user for evening, gents. Just click on the post above there. You'll see a StreamYard link, and just give Link uh, StreamYard um, the capability to actually see who you are. Um, I'd love to see who you are, interact, and know who people are. Um, I, incidentally, just quickly before we come on to the the tenant find and talk all about it, I went to the garage at the weekend, and uh, and it was to I was just looking at. I tell you what, I saw a seed. You know, a Kia seed. That's what yeah. I thought. <laughs> I, I tell you what, flipping egg. They are they are classic cards, and when you look at the price of them, um, I looked at the actual um, leasing value: two hundred twenty-five quid a month for twelve thousand miles a year for yep. three years. That's a no-brainer to me. And two hundred two hundred twenty-five quid down, so two hundred twenty-five instant tax deduction. So I've put one on order, but it's going to be twenty weeks. You also get seven years transferable warranty. And that's why I kept my Kia. And I thought it was quite—I thought it was quite lucky because um, no, no, I thought it was quite unusual. I'll use the term unusual because I walked in to see him, <laughs> and he—he he was like trying to do the sales thing with me. And I went, "See that one? How much is that?" And he went, "Oh, it's that, that, and that." I says, "I'll just have that one then." Eh? <laughs> <laughs> and he went, "What?" And I went, and he went, and it was going on. So what do you do? And I went, "Oh, I'm a property investor, a estate agent. I've been doing it for thirty years." And then next minute, he was taking notes doing everything like that. So if you're watching our wealth creation show, James, <laughs> uh, well done. Um, give us a shout out. Um, put a wee comment. Uh, put a, put a six in the comments if you're watching, James. Uh, so I know you're here. Um, but uh, he said to me, "So what?" You know, obviously because he had heard. You know, he'd obviously seen what I was doing. He says. So what are you driving now? And I think you thought I was going to see a Lotus or a Ferrari. I went, 
had any own anything, son. <laughs> I've, I've just got a DS3 company <laughs> car and I'll lease it. And, and that's it. I'm not interested in buying anything. It's a wasted asset. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I went, well, it just depreciates every single month as your money disappears. And why would I, why would I buy something at 17? Because it was 17 grand to buy it. Why would I buy something at 17 grand if I could lease it at 225 quid a month? I can go put a deposit. You know what's coming on a house which will generate the 225 quid a month and I'll own the house as well at the same time. So I'll have the car and the house. And in 10 to 15 years, I'll have made double my money, if not triple my money on the house. I've had, had to buy several cars with the balloon payments due as well. That's what you do, though. You just hand it back oh. and get a new one. And you've got no servicing costs at all because apparently yeah. they say, well, we pay that in the in the price as well. And and we yeah. give you a road tax as well. And it's like, wait, this is a no-brainer. I was almost tempted to say, just give me two. Because <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I didn't like a two-for-one. I felt like I was getting a really good deal. And I thought, maybe I should get another one. <laughs> and the thing is, they've all got the same spec, tech spec as uh, Audi's now. You know, they've all got the cruise control and the lane assist and all that malarkey. Yeah, and so really good deal. Um, the 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 Kia Seed. Um, and I'm no I'm no getting a kickback or anything. <laughs> but I tell you what, I've got a Hyundai and it was three hundred and fifty quid a month. So when you look at a hundred pound a month of difference, that's mm -hmm. twelve hundred quid in my hand for the next three years than what I would have got with a Hyundai. So that's three thousand six hundred. That's pretty good as far as I'm concerned. And just on that story, Jim, because there's a, a chip shortage, that's why you're having to wait so long for your vehicle to arrive. But second-hand car prices, I went through the roof. Yeah. So I, I could go out and make about £3,000 profit on the car that I've got, and it's quite an old car. That's mental, eh? Yeah. <laughs> mental. Let's talk about... So let's talk about... Let's go into the training. Um, filling a property. Right, we'll just let you, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> So I've got I've got three categories, right? Okay, so I call uh, what I'm saying here um, with filling a property. I'll tell you what yeah. I'm I'm looking at here. Um, I call it. Uh, if you give me two seconds, just to go into detail here, um, I have filling a property, and I use I use the term arc. So secure your tenant arc. So like the arc, like Noah's arc. You've got a, yeah. you know you're carrying the tenant. And the three categories I've got in ARC is the address, the referencing, and 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 the charge. And by I mean address, I mean advertise, really. So yeah. you're advertising. So there's three categories. Is there anything else we need to do uh, before we, you know, is it really just uh, referencing, advertising, and knowing what to charge? Um, or is there anything else to do that, um, guys? And, and and the whole process of finding a tenant, obviously, these are the main things. Obviously, the referencing and, and obviously, like you, you say, the advertising things are important. Um, there's, I feel like there's when you do it day in, day out, I kind of I become just it becomes second nature. But there's so many wee things that that you do, and it's not until you you have people approach you that have had bad experiences and things when it comes to tenant selection, and yeah. they, they they tell you that they've been using X, Y, or Z, obviously company. Um, and they've not done this and they've not done that and you think god that's textbook simple stuff even when it comes down to I think like I think you could get tenants and reference them and they could be brilliant on paper but I'm a big believer in meeting people and getting to know them and getting a feel for who they are and, yeah. do you know what I mean at the end of the day can we talk can we talk then about where we would advertise first I yeah mean, where is the some places I mean where is the typical places you'd advertise for a tenant if you were a self-managed landlord well what I would 
or can I firstly say what not to do? <laughs> As I see a lot of people, obviously, Gumtree and things is uh, it's a risky business. Um, especially self-managed landlords that are using agents. I see a lot of them putting stuff on Gumtree yeah. uh, or Facebook or whatever. And that, to me, I think is just, it opens up a can of worms because you've got every man and their dog that could apply. They aren't filtered through at all with any pre-qualifying questions or anything. You've just got this person messaging you and you're going to let them come and see your property, and I think that's really dangerous. By doing that, Richard, what, what you're doing is you're actually spending a lot of time having to filter a lot of people yeah. out. So, yeah. so for that cheap option of actually trying to get that tenant through that medium, which is free, mm -hmm. in essence, it really doesn't end up free because it costs you in time. And a lot more in time. time is your biggest commodity ever. Um, I keep saying to people, it's you'll never get back time. Once it's gone, I mean, literally that second that just passed will never will never reappear again, and and your life when you get well when you get to my age, <laughs> your life literally oh, starts yeah, yeah. before your eyes. Um, but it's true when you've got no time or you value your time, um, then it isn't that important. And and I often think going to going to um, places like Gumtree and going to places like Facebook is you are spending a huge amount of time having to filter out effectively dross. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mentioned Facebook there, and it's not exclude, um, obviously, social media platforms, because we use them. But as soon as if we, we use them to put proper out there, when people contact us, we then put them through the pre-qualifying, uh, obviously, questions, and then we reference them. Do you know what I mean? So they go through that whole process. We yeah. just use the platforms, obviously, attract attention and things, but we've got a system behind that. Whereas if you're just a private landlord, Putting stuff on country or Facebook, you, you didn't really have that in place behind, and it, mm -hmm. it, it can become time-consuming because you you'll have a lot of time wasters and a lot of people that aren't suitable or aren't the tenants that you want. And you're so you, to touched on, you touched on um, Facebook ads. Yeah. So you know Facebook. What 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 would you be doing with that as a self-managed landlord? How would you use that to to promote yourself or promote your property? What would you do? What would ad go? Obviously. Sorry, on you go, James. You're a second. I was going to say, when it comes to uh, Facebook Marketplace or whatever, or Gumtree, yeah. a little exercise for the listeners tonight is maybe go into these sites and have a look to see who are the, the really good landlords that will go through the, all those steps because you'll notice they'll leave the EPC uh, data, yeah. they'll leave the, the landlord registration number and stuff like that. But you'll also notice that there's a whole load of people that are maybe... Not quite as forthcoming with the landlord registration number and yeah just like that we have to look out for tenants tenants also have to look out for landlords yeah i mean by law all advertisement for lens has to show the landlord's registration number yeah um, so i mean whether that's on social media or whether it's on the the, the property portals or anywhere you have to display it and obviously yeah. us as agents have to display our letting agent number as well mm -hmm. but most people most people don't do that do they there's a, there's a lot that you would, I mean, more than you would expect. Don't you don't follow the guidelines. Of so when you displaying. put a Facebook ad on, you have to put your letting agent number. You have to put the property you're actually letting. You have to put yep. the rental charge you're charging. Yeah, you have to do all these things. Um, would you suggest to a, a, a would you suggest to a, a, a self-managed landlord now that they actually do video walkthroughs for their properties? Yeah, I mean that's the thing that's going to attract the most attention. Uh, we do our pre-launches and things. We do we pre-launch properties by video, and we also do the walkthrough once the property is uh, live and things as well. Um, but video, video is the way to catch attention. Live it is, videos. It is the way to go, 
because it gives more traction yeah. to to the audience because you get rewarded from Facebook for doing a live video. Therefore, it pushes you out more organically and, and, and a larger audience begin to see. But it's also to engage as well to get people to say, I tell you what, do, um, you know, just give me a share or give me a like or, or make a comment um, on what you yep. think is the best thing for this property and it'll push you out even further. Um, it's so, the marketing. Velocity so, marketing to try and beat the, the algorithms of these social networks. Yeah. And that's the way you want to do it. You just a comment, a share, a like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll take a couple think, of comments um, in here. Um, there's uh, Alan. Oops, I just paid cash for a Volvo. <laughs> Alan, you could have had another house. You could have oh, seen. dear. Come on. Second hand farm. Second hand Jimmy actually says small management fee will save landlords and investors thousands in the long run. Uh, I, I, I didn't, I, I honestly, genuinely, I can't remember that this was just a dream. I was trying to tell somebody for less than the price of a cup of coffee. Every day you could actually get your property managed, and and I I, I kind of remember if I, that was actually talking to somebody in real life. It was maybe just a dream. Do you know? Do you know? It's, 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 it's far less than the cost of a price of coffee. A cup of coffee every day. Coffee. The price of coffee the other day, and I thought, God, that's that's about half the price of a coffee nowadays. If you're if you're going to Starbucks or Costa, anyway, because uh, they are. For me, it's about one pound eight pence per property. I, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Um, <laughs> especially when you've got everything involved, like obviously, like your statement. How much does uh, it work out for you, James? About how much? One pound eight pence per day. Wow! So one pound eight pence per day for you? No, they're not going to fee up. <laughs> might have to, might have to review your management. Fee, I know. Eh? Wait a minute, that's half of what we normally. <laughs> well, <laughs> I could always, always self-manage. <laughs> 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 but there you go. There's a prime example. And I mean, well, look at that. There's a classic example there. So one property, thirty-one pound a month. You're paying in a management fee, effectively the way that's working. So you're effectively all you need is one one phone call, which takes you out your way for one hour, and you've effectively lost that thirty-one quid in your time. Yeah. And then if it even take, well, you know what it's like if you have to travel a property sort something out, travel back, phone a contractor, get them out, do the ins and betweens. Is that kind of what goes on in the background? I mean, what happens what happened the night, Richard, with uh, one C Mill Street that I've got? What happened the night? I got a phone call, right? I'll tell yeah. you the first instance. I got yeah. a phone call from the, the property management company that runs the factor. They phoned me at 8 o'clock at night and said, we've got a leak coming for your property, the downstairs property. And I went, I've got a management company and you've got their details. You should be phoning them. And he said, oh, right, okay. Um, and I'll give you their number. So yeah. I gave them the number and they obviously phoned you. So what yeah. happened next? Well, they actually, they got Charlotte, but Charlotte uh, picked that up. Charlotte had to go on the phone then to the the tenant that was in there. She couldn't get a hold of the tenant. The mm -hmm. management company obviously um, were in touch with the downstairs neighbour where the water was running into. She had to get the contractor, the emergency contractor out she was continuing trying to get a hold of the tenant, but obviously, if we couldn't get a hold of them, we were going to need to give them key access, which would mean us going out there to let them in. Luckily, we caught the tenant, uh, they were out shopping, um, and we got them back in time to let the contractor in. Turned out their washing machine hose had come off and whatever, but, um, and then we're still dealing with it to, the, to this day. We were down dealing with it this morning because we're obviously sorting out insurance between 
the the managing factor company and obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the downstone downstairs neighbour and things as well. So that was this is what happened. I got a letter two days later from the downstairs person saying I'm due to redecorate their kitchen because I've flooded it. And I'm like, but that's my insurer that deals with that. So what did I do? I took a photograph of it and I sent it to you. Yeah. I actually read that the day and it says on it. Because you're my managing agent. Yeah, it wasn't just a decoration that was on it. It was also, I think she mentioned something about plumbing works. And I'm like, but we, yeah. our plumber went out and fixed the, the problem. Obviously, that's at a cost to so us. What, what happened, what's happened so far then? So how much time do you think that's taken so far? to uh, Between man, man hours and women hours, between you and Charlotte and everybody else involved, how much hours do you think that's taken? Oh, between the night that happened, the day after, um, I've done some correspondence over the weekend, and then I've been dealing with the day, because you're talking about six, could be five, six hours. There you go. So, there's, a, there's a perfect example of I why know, you have a letting agent and why you, you, you don't self-manage. Because I'll tell I you what... A couple of hours dealing with it happened. I mean, you know, we we discussed last week, James, you know, what I do every year, how much I make every year, effectively. So when you think about it and divide that by the number of hours, six hours to me is a hell of a lot more than that. Um, and and effectively, for me, I'm literally, the, the, it's the price of a, copy, a cup of coffee every day. Yeah. To, to and we're that. still waiting on the management company coming back to us to sort out this uh, scenario with the, with the so insurance. So it'll just be six hours. It'll so be it's probably not more yet. than that with the back and forward and the hassle. And you know what I've the only input I've had is I told the guy to phone my property management company and then I got a letter in and I sent it on to my property management company to deal with. That's the end yet. Hallelujah. <laughs> I am a convert yeah. straight away. And it's and it's spanned it's spanned out over the last four or five days. And that's including the weekend because I was dealing with stuff at the weekend to do it. And I'm the so, one that self-manage at the moment and uh, they've got a reasonable size portfolio, but They've actually got themselves so accustomed to tenants phoning now, they actually get phone anxiety when it goes beyond 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Because yeah. somebody phoning at half 11 to say, oh, my heating's not working or whatever. And they have, they've gave themselves phone anxiety. We haven't gone through that whole process. I, I know what that's like because I yes. had a certain ringtone. I used to have the Century 21 theme tune ringtone on my, because I used to be a real estate agent with them. Um, and I used to have the ringtone on my phone. And every time it rang, it actually gave me that anxiety. Um, because I was self-managing all my properties um, up to the point that I, before I actually created um, the five properties lens. Five properties maintenance, yeah. Um, so I was self-managing about 30 or 40 properties um, still myself um, and until that point. So I know straight away how people would feel, and that's why I keep saying all the time uh, the, the difficulty of that. Anyway, let's talk about... Let's talk about well, the next. What about, what about advertising? What about I'm just going to say, we'll recap on advertising. I think. Do, that... do you think? Do you think newspaper ads is another way to go? I mean, or, or is that dead in the water? The newspaper ads. I mean, uh, let's it's... let's be honest. I mean, does anybody use it still? Does anybody out there still use newspaper ads? Anybody? No, I mean, it's, it's done its time. I think. I mean, Jim, when you, when I first started it with you and I, we used to put the newspaper ads still in the local paper, and it worked at that time for a few years, yeah. and then obviously progressively, it's just kind of faded out. I mean. It's not something. It's not a medium that's that's going to attract a lot of attention. It is a lot of uh, social media platforms or the portals and things as well. So what about what about um, website ads then? So what portals can you actually advertise on yourself? Because um, you can't go direct to Rightmove unless you've got a, an agent or you, you go through a subsidiary company. Yeah, you can go through something like Open Rent. Yeah, but they're like they're kind of like the 
the Ryanair of Lightens, uh, I suppose. It's all the boat on services that cost extra money. So things like yeah. ten and fifteen quid, less than it, seventy five quid. Uh, EPC, right? You have to supply an EPC. That's another cost, and uh, it's, it's very much the Ryanair of uh, of Lightens. And then, then again, we come. What I'm just about to collate here. Every time you say that, I'm thinking that's more time. That's more time. That's more time. So effectively, you're having probably what a letting agent would charge you, but then your time involved in having to do it all and put it on and get it advertised and get people phoning you up, you're losing it again. So yeah. I, so advertising on websites um, yourself and doing self-managed isn't it, isn't it probably the way to go, but it's a great way for a for an estate agent to go because it's what yeah. they do day in, day, yeah. day out. And yeah, we, we're, we're across a lot of the, I mean, a lot of the major uh, platforms, right? Moves, Zoopla, Esper Homes, Prime Location. Um, I, I mean, they're, they're all the, the main players that we're on here. I tell you, Jimmy hits the nail on the head when he says this, and I'll, and I'll show you. And, well, and I'm laughing at it. You can, you can source and secure another property in six hours. And he's absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah, he is. He's right. And I did. And I did. I, I, I actually, actually bought one. Actually, I, I don't know if I told you guys, but I bought one just the other now, 70 grand, okay? That was a home report value, 70 grand. And what's it going to rent for, Richard? Uh, the one that we were talking about the other night. Yep, and Methyl yeah. Hill? Yeah, I'm going to get that. Well, 550, 600. 550, 600 for 70 grand. That's a no-brainer, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, 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 that's a really good return. Um, and effectively, Jimmy's absolutely right about it. You know, we can yeah. you could you could source another property in that time if that's if that's what you're doing constantly all the time. You could even source a property to flip to someone else and make a couple of thousand pounds out of that. Um, so you could do anything. There's opportunities there all around you to utilize your time more effectively in terms of doing that. So what about lettings boards? You know what I mean, like universities and colleges. Yeah, I mean the, the um, we spoke about this before um, between the team and things as well. Um, Especially like areas like the, the uni up at St Andrews, um, utilising their kind of notice board and things. But I mean, it, it would help if you're if you're self managing and you do student lets and things. That they're they're yeah. a prime opportunity to pick up students. Yeah. HMOs with grandparents, yeah. grandfather rights and that sort of stuff. St Andrews, is, there's no HMOs, new HMOs in St Andrews. No, there's not any. There's not any new ones yet. I know that. Aye. Universities and colleges do have departments that will actually deal with that. So yeah. they actually put you on, the, yeah. on the, what you call your golden list if you're approved by them. So it's yeah. another source to actually advertise and get 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 a line of tenants for what you want. What um, they also do is um, they do like a newsletter thing and they've got a bit yeah. in it and they email it out to all prospective tenants or, or returning uh, students and returning students about tenancies that are going to be available or properties that are available in the area. And obviously give the information for the, the landlord or, the, or whatever they're dealing with. So uh, they yeah. could be quite, um, they could give quite good results. So just out there, if anybody in the audience, you know, if you want to comment on who you think you could advertise through, just any suggestions you've got yourself, please feel free to do that. Um, if you're still with us, give us a give us a five in the in the comments. I was going to say a six or a seven or an eight, but we'll do a five again. Um, there's, another, there's another way as well. If you know your local market, you can obviously put on those little ads in, inside the shop. You know, because there's always relatives. Ah, shop windows. Yeah, live close to relatives and stuff. So you know, you might find that uh, a particular property, uh, with older parents, for example, uh, in order to get that local connection, they might want to live just a couple of doors along because they're going to need that assistance. You know, from yeah. day to day. 
I can yeah. see a, a few fives coming through. Thanks, guys, for that. Really appreciate it coming back to us with that. Um, local authority referrals. Did you know the local authority yeah. has a golden list? Yeah, they do. That's another way to get it. So get Very in touch sure. with your private landlord registration, and they should be able to refer you back um, to the local authority division, the empty homes initiatives and stuff like that to do that. Um, so universities and college. And and last but not least for me, I think we've exhausted it. We'll just go down and use a letting agent. That's really there's another, there's yeah. another one. Yeah, uh, right. for it. There's, <laughs> a, there's a leasing thing you can do with the lo some local authorities and some housing associations where you can lease back the property to them and they will take it on kind of like an FRI for commercial uh, purposes. Yeah, so I've, I've done that for 12 years, uh, private sector leasing. So I helped set it up yeah. with Fife Council in the beginning. Yeah. So I was on the board uh, or the, the, the steering group that actually set up the private sector leasing yeah. in the beginning. And it was probably back in the early 2000s. Um, and they ran it for quite a while. And then what happened is the government changed the funding. So then they had to they had to run it down and just actually hand all the properties back. So, but I effectively had a number of properties actually rented. You had a few up in Cooper and I things, Jim, and they, that and I had well. no involvement in them at all. And it was twelve years of yeah, constant rent. Worked really well because they find the tenant, they take the rents, they obviously send you the remittance each month. Any repairs, they deal with them. Yeah, <laughs> it's a no-brainer. So uh, once, no once you've got once you've got that, Richard, let's talk about. Um, how much do you charge? How much do you know how much to charge? In terms of initial fees or, yeah. or as a management fee? No, I mean, just in terms of in terms of what you would charge for your rent. All right, in terms of rental values. Hmm. Well, it depends what the property is and where it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, what I would be doing, um, this is probably what I'd be doing. Uh, I would nip on to possibly. Do you think nip on the right move? Yeah, right, right move is probably your best. Right move or Zoopla is probably your best for finding comparable properties to give you an idea of what the market's like in yeah. individual areas. Obviously, See, areas okay. in yeah, yeah, the areas so, in uh, Fife differ so much. Classic so. example. Let's look at um. Well, let's look at Leaven. Leaven's usually a popular choice. Eh? Yeah. Um, the rent, um, and include let include let agreeds because obviously yeah, that gives you the lets. exact amount. Because you'll not get many. So there's 13 in Leaven. So there's Taylor Street, 460 for a, a one bedroom, a two bedroom actually, going for a flat. That looks familiar. That's I was mine. Just say, do you recognize that? <laughs> <laughs> just let that um, You've got, uh, where's the road? You've got 475 for a two bedroom. I just put that one on. Fernie yeah. and Leaven, 425. That's let agreed. You've got Centenary Court, 550 for a two bedroom terraced house. Yeah, you've, got OCM, you've got 475. So there's lots of different ones you can go through. You can even change it to Cooper if you want. Um, now, you can do this with everyone right across the country when you think about right. it. Mm -hmm. um, there you've got Arthur Place and Cooper, 645. If you want to look at what, what you get for that, you can look in, you can click on, and you can see more details. Now, we put videos on ours, don't we? Needle, Needle Street's a good one if you go up. Oh. And Needle Street in here? That one there, yeah. Yeah, it's just um, that's only. Uh, yep. It's only a wee bungalow, but it's, it's, it's such a nice property. The back garden's amazing. Yeah. What I would say is, uh, I, I tend to favour right move. Oh, there's some guy. There's some guy <laughs> showing up. <laughs> Do you see that? <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> I tend to use uh, right Do you know what, as well? well? Sorry, James. Um, see these videos that we do, and, and I think. I love because they're quite interactive and you, you, you go through the nitty gritty of the property like in here and in the cupboard and yeah. out the back and it's quite interactive and I think it's it's really good for people to get an idea of what a property is really like and, and feedback to the person that's walking it around. It's like a personalised tour really, that's what it is. 
It is really, uh, yeah. So that's how much you can get. And you can look on places like Zoopla as well, Open Rent as well, but Open Rent uh-huh. actually goes on to there. Um, the I'll other one is Letting Web. Yeah, Letting's Web, yeah. Letting I, will web. Say, um, I will say about um, property values, the rental values, generally you could get an idea of what a property is worth depending on what's let in the area recently and, and, and its similarities to the properties you've got. But a lot of factors do kind of change the, the rental value, whether it's, I mean, if you've got a bit higher end finish, if fixtures and fittings are quite nice, if you've got a lot of off-street parking and an additional garage, and do you know what I mean? There's all, there's all different things that could contribute to it. But you can make yourself a new life as well. You can just ask a local, local agent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could phone, you could phone me and I'll do it for you. <laughs> so the next one is, once you've got, once you've got, once you've advertised, once you yep. know the rent to charge, Yep. You've got the referencing. How do yep. we go about doing the referencing then? Yeah, I mean, well, referencing has changed uh, quite a lot in the last couple of years, obviously, with the whole pre-qualifying system that's being brought in. Uh, we were kind of ahead of the game and started doing it quite early. Uh, that's really allowed us to streamline the whole process in terms of eliminating all the people from viewing that aren't suitable or aren't, they, aren't, they, aren't they fitting the criteria for the property. We've got that yeah. from the outset. I mean, we've always pre-qualified people to a certain extent, but we've kind of... Uh, We've, we've amped it up a bit um, and then obviously we get to get a bigger picture of them before but how would the manager landlord do this what would he do or well they would, do? they would they would have to pick up the phone or email the person and go through all these questions with them before they even come out to view I mean, would they get a template for a checklist to to reference tenants well would, I don't you, be able, would you be able to provide that I would be able to provide yeah. one, yeah. You'll not, you'll not get one on Google. So um, when you get a chance, could you do a downloadable template maybe and just actually put that in the comments or on, on all yeah. the yeah, channels? Yeah, do that. Yeah. Yeah. You can also get it off the, the Scottish uh, some of the associations. So, the aye, Scottish aye. Association of Landlords. Sal so, so will have aye. a version of it. But um, I, think, I think I've actually seen sales. But, um, but it costs. <laughs> yeah, it does. You'd, ha- you'd have to pay for the download or, or, or obviously be a member. Um, so a template like for referencing could be downloaded. It could be getting off a local agent. Um, yeah. I've, I've got another one for referencing is actually go and visit the person's property of their local. Yeah. Um, I do. I used to do this every single time. So when I was taking somebody around, if I had doubts about them and I've something we niggly, you know how you just get that sixth sense. Now yeah. this is important for everybody out there um, to understand. You know how you have a sixth sense. Well, it's true. You do. You have that wee thing, it just um, it's it's the back of your mind goes, there's something just no right here. Trust your gut. It's absolutely spot on. It's bang on. Usually it's everything. Now, I've fought against it for years and years and years and taken it at face value and go, oh, this person's all right. You know, it it, it ticks all the boxes because I'm quite logical and I've never been emotionally led and I've been a logic things to death. And and, and it's been, and I've, I've tested it and every single time I've logic to everything, it's turned out that I've been wrong. It, my first instinct was actually right in the first place. So your sixth sense is right. And I've been I've caught a lot of people out like this where they've gone, oh, I'll look after my house and I'll be able to take it and I'll be able to do this and that. And all right, okay, where do you stay? Oh, I'm just around the corner. And, and then the, what I would do is um, I would get all their information. I'd go, yeah, that's great, thanks, and all the rest of it. And then, then when I was in the neighbourhood, maybe in the next couple of days, I'd just give them a quick ring and say, I'm in the neighbourhood. Um, I'm just passing yours. Can I pop in and see you for a minute and have a wee chat about your ten- your possible tenancy? They go, yeah, okay then. And then I'd pop in the door and I go, see when I'm here. Do you mind if I have a wee quick look down and see how the see how the you know your landlord looks after your property? And then then it gives you an idea because normally they, normally they have they have a go at the landlord, whether it's the council yeah. or whether it's the existing landlord, and say, oh, it's all their fault. And the next minute you realise that they're 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 
they're drying all their clothes on the radiators. Um, they're they're closing all the windows. The There's whole, house, the the whole house is humid as a result of them no airing the place. Sometimes they don't even got the heating on at all. You look at the carpets and there's stains in the carpets where they've dropped something on the carpet and actually they've just no bothered to clean it up. Yeah. Um, so it's a really, really good one for a self-managed landlord to actually do the drop of a heart uh, visit. And and most people will just go, yeah, that's fine. And obviously you're coming around to talk about my, my, my tenancy, my possible tenancy. I'm happy to let you in. And then that's a golden opportunity to, to, to see how they really live the now. Because that's exactly how they'll treat your house. Yeah. Well, you know my, about my scare story for last week when I went to see that tenant's property. And uh, yeah, it was a no from me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, that makes your decision as well. But yeah, gut instincts is, uh, always follow them, I think. Especially so when you're doing a the references and, and then what about the credit checks? Where would you get credit checks done? Would you be able yeah, to we, we use we use a company called Homelet to do credit checks. Obviously, we've got we've would man on the street be able to do that? Well, no, you're probably better. You could do it through um, Experian, or you could also do it through um, is it Equifax that do it and things like yeah. that. I mean, there's lots right. of different companies. Um, uh, check my file as well. Yeah, they do, a, cool. they do a tenancy element as well, but it co again, it costs money. It does, cost uh, it'll cost us more than it'll cost you guys to do a single search. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're referencing fees incorporated in what we would do for you, but exactly. we do a lot more than just process a referencing form. Do you know what and I mean? It's... Then, as well, when you think about it, we've got a huge database of people that are, are, are commonly problematic, plus, we've got a huge experience. You've it, it's it's the a letting agent as well, drawing their experience as well yeah. of the fact that they know when something's not right. Whereas if, if you've not got that seasoned experience, you, you don't you don't you don't pick up on it. You don't hone yeah, in. Like, like you said there, Jim. I mean, I remember in the early years, sometimes um I had went against my gut instinct or my gut feeling and, and give somebody the benefit of the doubt and got my fingers burnt for it. So I I, I didn't do that at all now. Can I'm quite mm -hmm. like, right, okay, this isn't feel right or this isn't right and move on to somebody else. You're better to find the right person in, in the first instance rather than just fill the property and, and have all these issues further down the line. So when you talk about things like the, the cost, I mean, typically, uh, you know, for putting a tenant in, what, it's round about, what, 350 plus VAT or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Um, referencing, 85 quid. Um, deposit lodging, Deposit lodging, 25, yeah. So when you work out that and you work out all the hassle factor of having to do it all yourself, all the contact and the referencing and the tenants and the time and, and everything like that, You've kind of you've kind of lost that if you spend two or three hours on it. Yeah, um, yeah, a couple of hours. And that, that's, that it, 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 I'll go back to what Jimmy said. Basically, it's it's like you know, you could have secured another property in that yeah. six hours that you yeah. spent. And I'll and, tell you as well, we the the, the deposit lodging charge of twenty five pound as uh, I mean, depending on what the the process is at the end, how how uh, detailed or lengthy it is, but. Uh, for the amount of work that gets put in with the deposit scheme, um, in some instances, twenty-five doesn't really cover it. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think it does actually. <laughs> but it's, it's a token gesture to go towards yeah, that. just because we're lodging it with our account and we we deal with and, it. And end, every so. every letting agent actually charges all these costs anyway. So yeah. you know you're you're picking the you're obviously picking the best one, and uh, and hopefully you've demonstrated that, Richard. I would say, yeah. um, clearly. I mean, you know, that's that's why I'm happy to keep continuing. To, to use it. I mean, it's not the fact that I own the company. <laughs> yeah, no, I think as well, though, it's like, I think you draw a lot for experience. And obviously, I've been doing this for about, about 12 years this year. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's like there's a lot of agents out there that 
maybe didn't have the experience or didn't have the knowledge of, or, or the knowledge passed down. I mean, you've you, obviously we've we've learned a lot throughout the years and things in training, and do a lot of agents do that? Mm. Continual training with, yeah, with people. Yeah, well, definitely. Or you, you're never yeah, going to be in the loop. So what's your, you know, James, I mean, we've kind of been through everything now. So we've gone through how to advertise the property. We've gone through how to reference tenants. We've gone in the process. We've gone through what charges you'd be charging for the, the rental value and how to find that. Is there anything else finally that you would you would say to someone out there just as a, as a pattern, you know, that's, that's us finished and this is the best thing, the one thing I would do? I would certainly say definitely get an agent to do it for you because it is a big headache. There's a lot of running around and to be fair, we're busy enough as it is already without adding more to it. And the more yeah. you add, the more corners you're likely to cut. Yeah. And you could end up with that nightmare tenant that has a cannabis factory inside your house. <laughs> yeah. Aye, effectively, that's that's that the thing. I mean, what what about yourself, Richard? I mean, what would you what would be your what would what would the a self managed landlord out there? Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're adamant on self managing, then there is a lot of aspects that you need to to obviously take into consideration. I would recommend, especially if you're building a big portfolio or a bigger portfolio, is to use an agent. And if anybody that's listening or anybody watching the rerun wants to speak to me and, and pick my brain and ask any questions, then please do so. I please feel free to message you. I mean, for me personally, I've been through the both processes. I remember self managing for the first thirty or forty properties I had. I know what it was like. I basically became a social worker. Uh, to everybody, yeah. uh, all my tenants, it was it was really difficult. I, I mean, I'm a person that can't say no. Um, I, I find it really difficult, and, and when people are in need and the help, they need help, um, and I feel obliged to do it regardless of what time of day it is. I do. I, I, I've told the story before how I was sitting there on Christmas Day at ten o'clock because the, the radiator fell off the wall because one of the guys had actually sat on it, and then they turned round once I'd actually switched it off, drained down the system, and said, uh, "How's your Christmas going so far?" Hello. <laughs> what do you think? I'm here on Christmas morning at ten o'clock. <laughs> well, I should be with my family because <laughs> I used to the radio. Um, and that's only one instance, but I got that time and time again over the years, and it really did get to that anxiety thing, as you talk about, uh, James, and the fact mm -hmm. that when your phone rings, you think, "Oh no, it's it's." Um... And my suggestion as well is actually get a separate phone for your if you're self managing. Get a separate phone for people to ring. Don't use your personal phone. I know you think it's going to save you money, but you're probably just better get a pay-as-you-go phone. And yeah, SIM card. Yeah, SIM card. That's my best advice to you out there because you because it keeps it separate and you don't get that anxiety when your own phone rings then. And make sure and you, you can claim it now. You can also claim it back through costs as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. Another yeah. tax deduction. And that's it, guys. Thanks very much for coming on. Really appreciate your time. Uh, more than more than welcome. Um, everybody out there as well, thanks very much for tuning in. Thanks very much for taking part and getting involved in this as well. And until next time, guys, um, from the Wealth Creation Show, we'll see you next week at 6.30. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Bye.